Okay, we are live again. Well, always, recording. Always live. <laughs> We're always... <laughs> we, are, we are live now, not later. <laughs> when you listen to this. <laughs> so we're not live now for you. We're live. We're hopefully alive to each other, though. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, we are we are podcasting here from St. Benedict's Abbey inside guest house in the guest house in the guest house. We have uh, it's the, the typical uh, jokers and uh, brother Maximilian, who's not a joker, and uh, Christian, who is definitely not a joker. <laughs> now I do. Now okay. I do. I'm sorry. Then, and is we are nice, we nice are uh, getting near the end, so close to the end of this the. This is book. the penultimate, penultimate, the penultimate. One. Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna make it through. We're gonna we're 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 picking up at the judicial error, all the way through the speech for the prosecution, um, which will take us um, through chapter nine of book. 12 and then our ultimate podcast will end the book so um but we have a lot of ground to cover today yeah. on a lot of stuff that happens um including a pound of nuts but we'll get there <laughs> i have i have a very pointed question about well a lot of things that dimitri says <laughs> <laughs> so so let's see where where did we where did we end in last time, it was it was the it was the devil who said it. Yeah, devil. Mm. Okay. Uh, it was the devil's conversation. That was a crazy conversation. That yes, was, it was. The, the devil's conversation with Ivan was a crazy conversation. Then our conversation about that was crazy, crazy good, right. I think. Um, and then Alyosha came and told him Smerdikov killed himself. Right, right. And, and so Alyosha the, prayed for Ivan and Mitya at the end. Right. And so, so the, this book begins with the trial. So this whole book is, is uh, what happens at the trial. And I love that the narrator says, uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, I forget how exactly I put this, but I'm going to tell you things, not in, not in like every single detail, and I might actually leave out some of the most important details uh, that, uh, I, forget, I forget exactly how I put it, but that don't seem that important, even though they are, for the trial speaking, they're the most important mm -hmm. stuff. Um, so I, I like the fact that the narrator um, is is making this point that what we come to know about the trial is through his perspective. Um, I mean, I think that's that's kind of interesting to keep in mind that when you encounter reality, it seems like it's always going to be, uh, if you're going to ask yourself the question, uh, what is reality, you sort of have to... Um, take into account how you stand before it. Right. Um, and I think this is one of the, and we saw this with the preliminary investigation, um, that the, the, the people questioning Dimitri uh, and all, the, all the, um, the witnesses, they are sort of questioning them, wanting to see something there. And I think that's, that's also another uh, recurrent theme in this book, mm -hmm. is that um, they they sort of already know what they're going to find when they when they question him, and so really the, the the trial is about building the case that that they want in some ways they want reality to be, uh, rather than sort of having an openness to receive how reality actually is. 
um, because it seems like at the end of the day, we're sort of jumping ahead here, but they'd say they'd say it's just completely impossible for Dimitri not to be guilty because that would just not at all fit with what we want to find mm-hmm. here in this this town. Right? And so, like, it's the most irrational thing possible because that's not what we want to find. Mm-hmm. Um, which is um, why I think the material evidence, there's this, there's all this sort of like spite, um, maybe spite, I don't know exactly how to put it, but that's where the devil's hiding later on, right, Ivan says, uh, under the material evidence table. Oh, wow. It's oh, the Bernardian, gosh. it's like the Bernardian thing too, like how do you interpret like this objective evidence that is like outside of you? It's always going to be sort of through your like design, what you want to find in that evidence. Okay. Um but was, it's all under the guise of being "quote unquote" objective. Right. Um, I was really grateful um, for the like the small email exchange that we had with each other uh, about Bernard. Yeah. Yeah. Because you guys, you guys, you guys sent me like the Wikipedia page for him, and like I and we went down a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're apparently like reading him now. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading Bernard now. This is it's uh, pretty intense. Uh, but but like the one thing that I took from that. Um, and uh, I was grateful for, uh, I think it was you, Dr. Shinkevich, who said, um, like, no wonder, no, no wonder Dimitri didn't like him because he's, like, all about, like, uh, he was the one who kind of, like, it sounded like he was the one who came up with, like, blind experiments. Mm-hmm. So, like, you mm-hmm. have to, like, remove yourself mm-hmm. as a factor mm-hmm. in the situation in order to see it more objectively. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, it seems to me... Uh, I'm sorry because like uh, I'm like ahead of like where we're talking again. So like I'm like thinking about what yeah. I just read last night, which was like the, be- the like the very beginning of uh, Fatukiewicz's speech, um, and it seems like everyone's doing that to a certain extent. Like everyone's kind of like uh-huh. I don't know if you would call that like positivism, but yeah, like yeah. there's like this like yeah uh, there's this way of like looking at reality, saying like there has to be like a whole explanation that's like. That's like that reason can like uh, can like point to and like it's demonstrable mm-hmm. and like uh, yeah. like we we as like the readers know um, because of like the way the story is being told that Dimitri didn't do it because mm-hmm. like Smirnikov had the conversation uh-huh. with, with right. Ivan and right. uh, and it's funny to me that the only other people aside from Ivan who were able to say like no. For sure, Dmitri didn't do it. Or mm-hmm. Grushenka and Alyosha, right? And their only reasons for being able to like say it are because they know him. Yeah, but that's because yeah. they're personally involved yeah. with yeah. Dmitri. Yeah, and if they were to try to distance themselves from Dmitri, they'd be just like everyone they, else. They would. Yeah. They would like right. Be, be, they, they would. So, so I, I love how this is put on seven seventy two. So this is towards the beginning of Fortune Smiles on Mitya, uh, book or sorry, chapter four. Um, when the, uh, the the prosecutor's questioning um, Alyosha, and and everyone's sort of thinking, oh, Alyosha has this great um, evidence. He found something that's going to uh, get get Mitya off the hook, and so everyone's excited to see, like, what's the big what's the big news he's going to like unveil right here? Uh-huh. And it's basically he just says, well, I just know he's innocent. I know he's innocent because he's my brother. Right, he wouldn't lie to me. This is top of top of seven seventy two of our book. I can't help believing my brother. I know he wouldn't lie to me. I saw from his face he wasn't lying. And then the prosecutor says, "Only from his face is that all the proof you have?" And he goes on, "I have no other proof." 
And of Smerdrakov's guilt, have you no proof whatever but your brother's word and the expression of his face? No, I have no other proof. Right? And, I, and I think what's, what's fascinating is uh, Alyosha seems to, to suggest that he doesn't have any other proof. But I think one of, the, one of the open questions here is could there be other proof? Like what other, what other sort of proof could there be? Like if there was material evidence, even that could be interpreted mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this is, this is typically, you know, when people say, you know, all this evidence about like St. Miracles – People are like, look at all that evidence. And if you really, as, as you saw the, the devil saying to Ivan, if you, you, if you don't want to believe, you, you won't believe and you'll come up with a different. But if you want to believe, you'll, you'll believe. So I think what, what's going on here is Alyosha uh, just realizes um, that's all the proof or evidence that you need. And I wonder if Dostoevsky is saying, could there be any other proof? Could could you have any other proof of someone's innocence, um, mm-hmm. or even their guilt, than um, sort of knowing them personally, seeing their their face as as he as he puts it, mm-hmm. um, right? So so I think this is like the great the great news of of uh, the truth of Dimitri. It's just Alyosha knows his face. And it, that's, it doesn't that's enough, right? fit the Bernard scheme of the world. Yeah, no, no, not at all. And because yeah. there's no experiment you can do to um, right. to verify or falsify the hypothesis, um, right? It's not. You, you it's not testable. To, it's not. You have to know him personally yeah. to be able to say that. Uh, there's a it, there's a great quote from Ratzinger. Yeah, which where is it? Is it in his Introduction to Christianity, or or it's in that article that we always read in our classes, Jager? Um, the history of oh, the notion of person yeah, and theology, or whatever yeah, that yeah. that one's called, I always mm-hmm. mess it up. But he says, um, he says, you know, just like in this, in the whole like Heisenberg experiment, where the the, the observer affects the outcome, mm-hmm. what you're looking for. He says that's true in man's look at reality. There's no way for him to remove himself from reality in such a way that he's an outside observer because he is constitutive of reality in some sense and Mm -hmm. so it's always going to be it's kind of like what you were saying before it's always going to be from within that man sees the world and he can't ever distance himself and to distance himself from the world to observe the world as man distanced is not to observe the world as man as as yourself right yeah yeah so i think what what's happening here is the attempt that's taking place like kind of like you were saying brother maximilian that they're all trying to just have this material evidence uh, stuff from the outside, and it's it's Alyosha who's saying, "No, I saw it from his face; he wasn't lying." Uh, that is sort of mocked. In fact, right after where you stopped reading there, Jager, I have no other proof. The prosecutor dropped the examination at this point. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's yeah. all I need. You got nothing. Yeah. Right. Um, whereas Alyosha, in in his heart, truly believes this is the greatest evidence he could present. I think. And and I love when when uh, Dimitri hears. Um, the the prosecutor, you know, questioning people and you know drawing, drawing um, reports out of them, it leads him to to shout in in a derogatory way, <laughs> Bernard. Right? You know I mean, like, can, like we, can, we, can we find an instance of this happening? Because like I'm looking right now, but I can't. Yeah, this it's uh, I just t- I, towards the beginning. I mean, I mean, the the I judge can't. like shuts him up pretty, pretty. Um, 
pretty good uh, at the beginning. Yeah, but he doesn't yell level. Bernard there. He yells. He yells Bernard when. when oh, he when, died like a dog. He does that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When when Rakitin is talking, uh, or they're talking about Rakitin, he calls him a Bernard. Um, I've now been highlighting all. Oh, the here, uh, seven sixty-two of ours. It's in Dangerous Witnesses, uh, about two-thirds of the way yep. down. Yep. Uh, which. Um, I can't help you on this one, brother. That's okay. It's, uh, uh, or actually, no, it's towards, it's maybe uh, two two pages, two and a half pages from it's, the end. It's right after Rakitin gets caught basically admitting that he took 25 rubles to bring Alyosha to yeah. Grushenka. Yeah. So yeah. that she could seduce him. Yeah. Yeah. For those yeah. of you who don't remember that part of the book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he was sort of ashamed to get paid, but he still got paid. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's uh, um, enraged by the tone in which Rakitin had referred to Grushinka, he suddenly shouted, Bernard! <laughs> when after Rakitin's cross-examination, the president asked the prisoner if he had anything to say. Mitya cried loudly. Since I've been arrested, he has borrowed money from me. He is a contemptible Bernard, an opportunist, and he doesn't believe in God. He took, in, he took the bishop in. <laughs> so... Yeah. Interesting but, how he associates Bernard with not believing in God. Yeah. Which yeah. is exactly the stuff we were reading about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like he's like the high priest of the high priest of atheism, atheism or yeah. something. Yeah. High priest of atheism. His friends. But oddly him. oddly, some people thought he, he, he was a devout Catholic, right? I mean like that's this is some something of like the odd thing about Dimitri didn't think so. No, 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 no <laughs> Dimitri I mean, did not like, think for, so. Bernard the real person. The real <laughs> Like, no, I know, Bernard. I know, but obviously, yeah. Mitya didn't think that Did Bernard think, yeah. Bernard was that yeah, way yeah. either. <laughs> so, there are a lot of like uh, I, I I love one of my favorite things about like the drama of like everything that happens in the courtroom is Dimitri's responses to all of the witnesses. Oh yeah, which are usually like just flagrant and uh, <laughs> like outbursts of. Uh, I was talking to Brother Jean-Marie about this last night, and I asked him who his favorite character was, and he said Alyosha, and I said, mine's Dimitri, because it's just all out there. (laughs) (laughs) I had the exact same conversation with my wife, who's reading through this now. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, how do you like Dimitri so so much? And she's just gotten to the part where he kind of moves into delirium and the conversion. Uh I was like, just keep reading. You'll like him. She was like, no, you've got to like Alyosha better than everybody. And I was like. That was true before, but yeah, but like uh, so, uh, and I and I went and found like one of, one of one of the parts like right around delirium. It's r- right before he gets to Mercroya, but it's the conversation he's having in like the troika on on his way to Mercroya oh, with yeah. Andre, the yeah. driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, he he asks Andre, uh, "Do you think I'll go to hell?" And Andre's response is something like. You're like a child to us. <laughs> we we all love you. Like, sure, yeah, you like drink too much and like you get in bar brawls. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's got problems, but yeah, there's an interesting thing where you love him. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and I think it may, and maybe it's because like that the narrator is a person from the town. Yeah. That we're getting the town perspective through him. Right. That we become a townsperson that just loves him. Right. And everybody does love him. Like his landlady loves so, him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is somewhat off topic, but I was I was thinking about this uh, earlier today. Um, when the pro this is the prosecutor's speech refers to he the prosecutor in his speech refers to Theodore the the father as as a babe, 
right? I mean, he, he calls him a babe because, I mean, yeah, he was a sensualist. He got drunk. He, he, he liked the ladies maybe a little too much. Um, but nothing in comparison to the, what is, is, like, out there. And, and he says, you know, it's nothing like, and he, he, I think he gives a few examples of this, this guy ended up killing his, his mother and that wasn't his mother so I mean it goes through a couple different murder stories mm -hmm. and um, he says yeah I mean Theodore was nothing like that right and so I, I think there's a, there's a certain sense in which the, the Karamazovs are pitiable in many ways but they're also so I mean like in their in their weakness there's something um, Childish, something that you don't want to just completely like throw under the bus. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you see, you see, just his. I mean, it's somewhat pathetic, but at the same time, you kind of pity it, want to show mercy on it, and like, you know, I mean, that, at least that's what I. That's what I. I, mean, I got the impression with with the Karamazovs. I mean, this is going to sound horrible. They're not like, I mean, they're bad people, but they're not like despicable. Yeah, this is this like, is Dante's hell, right? Yeah. His inferno, right? Who are the people at the top, but or the the outer circles, which aren't as bad, are the sensualists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, right? the, the lust. It's uh, it's it's as you go inner yeah. that it becomes these these. Uh, what Dante obviously sees is more diabolical. I mean, I think Rakitin would be farther closer to the center. Oh yeah, man. Uh, if Satan had a fourth mouth, you'd yeah, be chewing him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what we're I, know, I mean, yeah, Theodore would just be like checking the cards at the gate. <laughs> yeah. he, would, he, would be, he would be like, okay, yeah, Welcome. you can. We love it here. <laughs> <laughs> they've got it's the, not, they've got the it's rack. It's not so bad. They've got the rack. But, but, okay, so uh, the, I thought, I mean, we, we can. There's, there's about three things I want to talk about in this, in this section for sure. But Which, which section is this? This whole section. Okay. Uh, I, I, I like the medical experts and the pound of nuts. Okay, that was one. Um, <laughs> I want... Well, wait, wait, wait. No, no, no Brother Max really got yeah, cut yeah. off like way at the yeah, beginning yeah, yeah, here. He should go first. He should go first. So what, what, I, what I was going to say, Dimitri has all these reactions to the witnesses. The one that makes almost no sense to me is after Katya comes and she like paints this really favorable picture of him to like everyone in the courtroom, he, he says, yeah. Katya, you have ruined me. Yeah. Now I am condemned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and That's like, right. I, I was very questioning of that, too. The first time I read that, I was like, Dimitri. Like, like, at first I was like, of course this doesn't make any sense. It's Dimitri. But then, like, I thought about it more. I was like, no, it really actually doesn't make any sense at all. Like, she just, like, did the best possible thing she could do for you yeah. in painting your character in the best light. And, and this is... Page 777 in, in, in our version. Yeah. Yeah, fortune smiles on Misha. Um, yeah, and what she does, wh how does she give the evidence, right? She 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 basically takes the blame on herself in, yeah. in many ways. She says nothing about the fact that he asked her to come to him for right. the money, right? Right, and instead says she went on her own, basically soliciting the money from him. That's uh -huh. what it makes it makes it seem like. Uh -huh. And even isn't this where the narrator? Maybe not. No, I don't think so. Uh, but but it's it's interesting how uh, there's really this sort of altruism, maybe that's not the right word, but this what seems like again love that she has for him to save him, even to throw herself under the bus. Mm -hmm. And it says, and he and and he does say, you know, later on people people suggested that maybe it wasn't just a battle that happened, 
and she suffered this in the end and but she put it out there right mm-hmm. so i think there's there's something about her that is doing everything she can to save him and he comes out with this i mean i put it i actually have a big fat question mark right next to that right katya you why have you ruined me now i'm condemned any answers guys the only i mean the the only thing that i could think of uh considering it was that uh the fact that dimitri can't stand to lie yeah i was thinking that too uh which goes back to zosim at the beginning right yeah don't never lie especially to yourself yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah Yeah, because because he knows she's not telling everything Mm -hmm. and uh and there's i don't know maybe he he recognizes that 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 even a really good lie isn't going to get you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And maybe he thinks, maybe by condemned he means something different than going to prison. I, I, I was just thinking of that too. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe it's some sort of, you know. He might have been convinced in that moment that uh, that was going to somehow guarantee him acquittal, which would have condemned him to uh, exactly what he didn't think that he needed, which was like, Life outside of prison. Yeah, he wants to go to Siberia. He yeah. wants to sing the hymn to God in the Mines. Even though he didn't, even though he knows he didn't do it. Like yeah. he, it, for in in the, the I think this kind of goes back to like the responsibility versus blame thing we were talking about before. Uh-huh. He knows he's not to blame for like swinging the paperweight and yeah. killing his dad. Yeah, he knows he's still responsible for it in his heart, though. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's why he wants to go and suffer. Right. Yeah. So and and maybe it has also. I, I was just thinking about this. Maybe it has something to do with the. Uh, mysterious visitor who sees Osama confess everything and wants to live the life of freedom that he has. And maybe Dimitri feels like he cannot live the life of freedom if he's living under the lie that Kai is telling to get him out of this. Because mm-hmm. for him, it seems like freedom is, is, is going to be uh, in Siberia in the mines. Mm-hmm. Not per se, but because he's confessing everything, right? Which right. which he starts doing for, uh, actually from the get-go, right? When right. they when the, when the delirium chapter happens and really his transformation takes place. Mm-hmm. When they arrest him, I mean, what does he do? He tells them everything. And he yeah. flat out says over and over, I'm telling you things that are going to condemn me. I know, but I'm just telling you what it is. Yeah. Right? It's so interesting to me then, too, how uh, the prosecutor, uh, Ippolit Kirillovich, um, mm-hmm. He, he 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 paints Dimitri in the light of like this like criminal mastermind who's like calculating how he's going to respond to all of the questions he's being asked right. by uh, <laughs> Ippol- and I think Nikolai Perfenovich is the other is like the assistant prosecutor mm-hmm. so like they're like interrogating him and uh, he, he he like spins this yarn of like uh, he like reacted like at exactly like yeah. you know the time he had calculated to like try to shift the the blame onto Smerdyakov instead of like uh, admitting to it himself. Right. Yeah. Right. He, because, had to, he had to hold that off for a while. Right. Right. Yeah. Because like what fits uh, like like what fits the narrative for the argument yeah. he's presenting is someone who did it and is trying to get away with it, yeah. not someone who legitimately had a moment of like conversion of heart, which saved them from actually swinging the brass pestle and murdering his dad, mm-hmm. and then walking away and just being honest from that point on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I, I mean so that, I think that that theme, um, I mean that that I think is what the medical experts show you. So there's with the three medical experts, mm-hmm. right? And the, the ones the one basically says, 
Oh, he looked to the right, which was like what to the, the, the jury, and that means this one thing. That means he's he's um, you know obviously insane. Another <laughs> one, other one's like no 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 no. You know if he was insane, he would have looked to the left, uh, and so he would have looked to uh, I forget I forget all the, all the ladies. The, the ladies, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and then and then that I mean and so so like oh no, an insane person would have done this because of yada yada yada. And then uh, someone else says no 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 no. The insane person would have done this, yada 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 yada, yeah. uh, and and um, and basically, Her- I thought Herrchen Stuba was a was a moron, but I'm coming to realize um, from from this chapter uh, that he's not a moron. He he actually just is the doctor that says, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Right, throughout the book, throughout the book, that's that's his only only solution to sick people. I can make nothing of. I it. can make. Nothing <laughs> of it. Right, yeah. he visits that's them. That's the quote. Yeah. He's concerned with them, and he says, "I can make nothing of it." Right. <laughs> uh, and and I and I always thought like, oh, he's a fool, but but he he doesn't presume to know or interpret what's before him. In, in some sort of medical system. I mean, this is what's like fascinating about about him, and so he he basically thinks no. D- Dimitri's Dimitri's um, um, honest, telling the truth, just because doesn't he say I've known him since he was a boy? Right? Like I've I've I've, I've known him. Yeah. Uh, very similar to what Alyosha says. I here's why he's not in, insane. Um, yeah, and interestingly enough, the way he says he's not insane is by an experience of the, the sign of the cross with the nuts, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. That he yeah. remembered it 23 years later. Yeah, mm-hmm. which which I thought was um, uh, a really fascinating mm-hmm. um, uh, event in Dimitri's life, which shows you that um, maybe maybe in some ways the reason. Uh, one of the contributing causes to why he didn't swing the pestle to smash his old man's head in is because Hetchen Stuber said, Got the father! <laughs> and, <laughs> and gave him a pound of nuts. And gave him a pound of nuts and, yeah. and, and, and taught him to say the, uh, the, the um, sign of the cross. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's a, it really is a, 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 an interesting, like, medical experts would say this because X, Y, and Z... Medical experts would say this other thing, which would contradict it because of X, Y, Z. And you can kind of see it in some ways both ways. Um, whereas you have Herzen Stuba, who's not really a medical expert, <laughs> um, <laughs> who just says, I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. also interesting that uh, the, 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 the sort of like idea that he's insane is... Uh, always assumed because they know that he's this like wild guy from the past right and so there's there's there is no place in the system of of the medical experts that there could be a conversion of heart and a change right right it's no this is the kind of guy this is this is why he's doing this because we all know what kind of a guy he is right so in, in a sense i think a denial of like the possibility of a conversion is an atheism of, of some kind. And in fact, when when the Moscow doctor started talking about his mania, um, it says, uh, he, this is on page 767, right? All his actions are in contravention of common sense and logic, he continued. 
not to refer to what I've seen, that is the crime itself and the whole cat catastrophe. The day before yesterday, while he was talking to me, he had an unaccountable fixed look in his eye. He laughed unexpectedly when there was nothing to laugh at. <laughs> of course he did, Dimitri. Right? Yeah. He showed continual and inexplicable irritability using strange words. Bernard. There it is. Ethics. <laughs> ethics. Ethics. Yeah. Right. That goes back to the conversation um, with with the uh, Alyosha. Right. But listen to this yeah. though. Yeah, that, that, that that sentence ends. He used continually continual and inexplicable irrationality using strange words. Bernard and ethics and others equally inappropriate. He doesn't understand what Dimitri is now trying to say, right? Which is the Bernardism is is all crap. Ethics is is the thing that's on the line, right? That was his great worry. I'm I'm sad to lose God, right? Um, but ultimately, I think the thing is he doesn't lose God, right? And and he's he's finally actually found the sort of quest for the divine. Um, and the person who has found the quest for divine seems mad to the people who haven't, right? I think yep. that's what's really taking place here. Yep. It's a repeated theme throughout the book. Yep. yep. It's a Dostoevsky thing. It, it comes to, up in his stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Anything else on Pound of Nuts? Um, um, I mean, I, I like... So he remember. I mean, that, like, what's fascinating, he remembered this, what was it, 20... 23 years. 23 years later, right? Um, presumably when he comes back to the town, not ter too long ago, right? I mean, this is, this is probably um, within the, within the, the stretch of time he, he's been back in town, right? Um, and I think uh, what maybe, I think this is in what we've, seen in the prosecutor's speech that um, Theodore wasn't a father uh, and yet he here you have Dimitri was was raised was formed um, not by um, Theodore I knew at least positively by Theodore but I mean I this, I mean it's an it's an instance here's I guess here's the point it's an instance of the, the formation that the maybe the saving of Dimitri in his childhood by the quote medical expert mm -hmm. but it was not through medical expertise that he did this it was just through being a human being mm -hmm. and giving a pound of nuts that that like here's here's how you here's how a doctor really saves people mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. right uh, so I don't know I, 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 I think that that's um, the fact that it was his childhood, that he remembered his his whole life, mm -hmm. I think, is is what you know keeps keeps Dimitri um, uh, alive, keeps him, you know, from going the route of smooth. Yeah, health. I mean, there's still the there's mm. still the big question of why, when you were standing there staring at your father's face, which you hated, did you not do it? And he yeah. he, he basically he's like and, my guardian angel, man. I don't yeah. I don't know what happened. Who knows? Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's very or, possible this pound of nuts has 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 transformed the kind of thing that he is. I mean, and yeah. even even I mean, like like you know, shooting himself. I mean, he was planning on committing suicide. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, just just his whole his whole um, life in many ways. I mean, who knows how? Like, if this is like what was, really, but this is something that formed him, uh, and and showed him goodness. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't know. I think it's it's. It's just a significant, it, it comes and goes, it seems really insignificant, just a pound of nuts, 
I mean, it's like the onion. Yeah, it's exactly like the onion. Yeah, but try holding up a dozen people uh, by a by a pound of nuts. <laughs> that's seemingly more difficult than an onion. <laughs> Especially if one of those is Dimitri. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Raging at the yeah. bottom. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't have anything else on the... I just thought that was that was just a fascinating... Uh, it's it's the children. It's the children. It's got to be like... It has to begin at, at childhood. Um, Dr. Shinkevich, you said that you had three things. I think one of them was probably Katya. And, one and, of them's Katya, yeah. I think the, we need to talk. And the last one is going to be about I Hamlet. No, Hamlet. Oh, really? Although we should talk about Ivan. Ivan. We should Ivan. definitely talk about Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I, well, that's... Let, let me stand Dimitri for just a second here before we move into Ivan, because I, I, I think this comment about Hamlet is really important, um, where it, he, he brings it up a couple times. Um, and I'm surprised Dostoevsky didn't use it as the title of a chapter, because it just seems like the kind of titles of chapters that he gives. Um, but he starts it when he's talking about Okay, this is page 791. So the prosecutor's speech sketches of character. I think this is the beginning of his speech, this first chapter. It's probably like two pages in. Um, and he starts, he kind of starts talking about, yeah, basically horrible, horrible crimes that happen in Russia and why Russia is such a mess. Um, and he says, perhaps people will cry out against me that I'm morbid, hysterical, that it's a monstrous slander, that I'm exaggerating. Let them say so, and heavens, I should be the first to rejoice if it were so. Oh, don't believe me. Think of me as morbid, but remember my words. If only a tenth, if only a twentieth part of what I say is true, even so, it's awful. Look how our young people commit suicide without asking themselves Hamlet's questions. What there is beyond, without a sign of such a question, as though all, all that relates to the soul and to what awaits us beyond the grave has long been erased in their minds and buried under the sands. Um, and so he seems to assume that the youth of Russia, most exemplified in Dmitri, have no thought of anything beyond the sensual present, right? But it's a complete misunderstanding of Dmitri and of the Karamazovs, where, you know, the, the real kicker line comes up later in his speech. Now I'm not going to find it. Um, is it. Is it the next time he mentions Hamlet? I think so. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's page 814. So this is uh, the Gallup and Troika, the very last chapter mm -hmm, here, mm -hmm. like basically a, a page and a half in. Um, he's, he starts talking about conscience. There's, he says um, the Karamazovs are wild and reckless, right? Um, but there's something else, it's conscience. It's judgment. It's terrible torments. The pistol will settle everything. The pistol's the only way out, but beyond I don't know whether Karamazov wondered at that moment what lies beyond and whether Karamazov could, like Hamlet, wonder what lies beyond. No, gentlemen of the jury, they have their Hamlets, but we still have our Karamazovs. And, and, and this assumption that the Karamazovs do not think about what lies beyond is just like if you've, if you've read anything in this book, you know, yeah. this is like all they talk about. Yeah. Um, and, and interestingly, actually, this is I'm just reminded of this. Ivan says... We have to remember when he's in the bar right before the Grand Inquisitor, he says, we have to talk like Russians. So we have to talk about real things. Mm -hmm. And what do they talk about? God and his existence and the problem of evil. And like, like mm -hmm. everything that he assumes a Karamazov doesn't think of. Um, there's something which, which maybe this is what we want to say then at the end of this is maybe his galloping troika of Russia is a, is a false portrayal of Russia. 
and that Russia, if it's sort of like personified in the Karamazovs, is, is in some sense has a soul and a heart that that mm-hmm. that can that can save humanity in some way. I mean, the whole the whole chapter earlier on, confessions of a passionate heart in verse. Yeah, I mean that whole thing is is about. I mean, it's 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 like Dimitri's um, posing of like the eternal question. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, recognizing, yeah, I'm not really going to be able to to answer this properly because um, he he's he's you know too much of a of a of a centralist and he can't, as he says, uh, I can't become like the peasant, right, and, and embrace the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, he's he's sort of tormented by by all of this. I mean, it's just very clear that that this is this is one way to, to interpret the evil of the Karamazov uh, is that it's it's not it, it's not as what did what did Dimitri say? The reason he does this he say, rages is because of the questions welling up in him. Is yeah, that what you're talking about yeah, yeah that that he's he's afraid that he doesn't believe in God, and so he wants to sort of hide the questions. So you can interpret sin as a way to, 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 you know, kill, stifle, distract yourself from the question of the beyond, right, the, the, yeah. the Hamlet question. Um, and that's not how um, um, the prosecutor is interpreting Dimitri's life, his sin, his sensualism. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, it's not a, 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 a you know, this, it has this intimate relation to the beyond mm-hmm. whereas Dimitri seems to over and over say this is why I'm doing this mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So. He, uh, so you said um, he uh, in a confession yeah. of a passionate heart in uh-huh. verse uh, he seems like he's still like asking these questions as to like what bi- what lies beyond well I mean I think he's I think he is he's he He's sort of tormented by the fact that um, how could I be doing this knowing these these other things? Like he, he sort of knows how loathsome he is. I uh-huh. mean, he says, you know, what's odd? I mean, that's where he has this discussion of of um, beauty. That how could someone mm-hmm. is there beauty in Sodom? And he says, what's what's amazing is that someone can can be living in Sodom and still not give up the ideal of beauty like like here i am even in the midst of my 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 loathsome like just having taken this money for or given this money from katarina or to katarina thinking i'm gonna get how does he put it prospects or whatever uh that even now i still have this ideal of beauty of virtue of of what have you and i I can't give that up and this kind of torments him Mm -hmm. um that even in the, the 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 pit of hell you still you know see see um the 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 beauty of virtue um so i think i don't know if asking the question but at the very least suffering um with it with it yeah mm-hmm. um, i think uh and i don't think it's an accident that uh Kirillovich uses the image of a galloping choika to describe russia which i mean I, I, I was I was recalled back to the exchange that he had with Andre 
yeah. the Troika driver when he's going to yeah. Mercroya after he's like yeah. knocked Grigory's skull in yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and like he's going to be with Grushenka. Uh, but he has like immediately after that exchange with Andre, he has this prayer that he prays mm-hmm. and he says, Lord, take me in all my lawlessness but do not judge me. Let me pass without your judgment. Do not judge me, for I have condemned myself. Do not judge me, for I love you, Lord. I am loathsome, but I love you. If you send me to hell, even there I will love you, and from there I will cry out that I love you unto you ages of ages. Um, and then he continues saying, like, but let me finish with loving, meaning like he wants to go and be with Krushenka before before the end. But, uh, like, that's not... Uh, that very much doesn't fit the narrative of what uh, yeah. what Kirillovich is like trying to paint Dimitri as someone mm-hmm. who like just doesn't someone who's like heartless calculating doesn't care and um, is l- just trying to like game the system so that he can get away with getting what's his and mm-hmm. getting away with murder yeah I thought it was uh, fascinating how the uh, prosecutor dies nine months after the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I th- yeah, I think the, uh, I think the, he does have kind of a beautiful explanation of the Karamazovs, which he thinks is 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 bad, but it's it actually I think is I mean I, I feel like it's coming directly from Gaudi and Spez's explanation anthropology about man. This is on page 796, the prosecutor's speech ca- sketches of character, um, way in it, actually near the end, about page and a half away from the end. He says, um, he talks about the Karamazovs. As a rule, between two extremes, one has to find the mean. But in the present case, this is not true. The probability is that in the first case, he was genuinely noble, and the second, he was genuinely base, talking about the Katya incident and the killing of the father. Mm -hmm. And why? Because he was the, he was the, of the broad Karamazov character. That's just what I'm leading up to. Capable of combining the most incongruous contradictions and capable of the greatest heights and of the greatest depths. Remember the brilliant remark made by the young observer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh no, not this guy. Who has seen the Karamazov family at close quarters, Mr. Rakitin. (laughs) The sense of their own degradation is as essential to these reckless unbridled natures is the sense of their lofty generosity and that's true they need continually this unnatural mixture two extremes at the same moment or they are miserable and dissatisfied and their existence is incomplete they are wide wide as mother russia they include everything and put up with everything this this so i i i I actually was writing all over the side of these and saying this is like the perfection of man that he's like two extremes at the same moment but he calls it an unnatural mixture and i think it's just what the human person is mm-hmm. and i think that's kind of the story that dostoevsky has been given this whole time right because mm-hmm. um, who is it that that loves most it's the sinners mm-hmm. that ask forgiveness right markle's heaven is to be to have sinned greatly and yet receive forgiveness from all for mm-hmm. all right and so that seems to be uh dostoevsky's anthropology which uh Kirillovich is is just uh, saying this is this is the most horrible kind of person you can have, mm-hmm. and Dostoevsky seems to be saying if if really Dmitri is a hero in this, that actually this is the perfection of human, of, of the human person. I'm glad you said that because my translation has him saying uh, like they're capable of contemplating two abysses at the same time, but that wasn't as clear to me as what oh, you wow. said. Yeah. 
I like that too, though. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I've stayed on Dimitri too long. We should we should move on to Katya or to uh, Ivan. Here. Ivan. Um. Well, we should start with Ivan because it's after Ivan that Katya really reveals herself. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, and that is. Uh, is it is that dangerous witnesses or fortune smiles? Sudden, sudden, sudden catastrophe. catastrophe. It's like two pages in. Fifth chapter. Yeah, that must have been the sudden catastrophe. So it seems like it seems like he, Ivan. Um, goes in. It's not planning on giving any. Any um, testimony, any evidence. Well, he comes in. That's that's the first sign that he has some sort of a plan, right? I think I think there's just wrestling happening in his heart at this point. So yeah, yeah. So he comes in, but then. And he says, "I'm well enough, and can tell you something interesting." Yeah, but but doesn't he doesn't he stand up and? Yeah, then he leaves, and then he and then he says, "I have nothing particular to tell the court." He says, "Oh, I'm feeling sick. I gotta go." And he and he walks four steps, mm-hmm. and then he stood still as though he had reached a decision, smiled slowly, and went back. That's page seven eighty one. Yeah. yeah, like the peasant girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's um. still wrestling. So remember the wrestling we we pointed out last time how the wrestling begins. When he says, maybe I should go tell the prosecutor right now. No, everything tomorrow. And then he got sad, right? Because he didn't yeah. he didn't yeah. move on it. The funny part about that, uh, I noticed it uh, in the prosecutor's speech. Kirillovich like, asks the question, if he really learned this from Smerdyakov, then why didn't he go right away? Yeah, he does say that, yeah. right? Which already shows this, this, this sinful decision that you made to not move right then. Is get, it could have... Very lasting effects. Right, right, right. Um, but but what's odd is like that that actually confirms the truth. I mean, I think that that validates the the charge that Ivan's making against himself that he is guilty. I mean, like, mm-hmm. but but of course, they're, they're, that's that's a completely closed question for them. There's no way in which. He could be guilty of this this mm. murder, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that he like he didn't go right away. Um, I mean that I, I think you could say like, oh, y- here's really what's going on in Ivan right now. He's, you know, trying to be truthful because of, and then you you walk through his sort of inner struggle with mm-hmm. leading Smerdyakov into this. Um, but that's not at all w- how they want to interpret Ivan's condition. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I think that's. Um, I mean that once again is evidence that pushes. At, well, as, it, as one of the later chapter titles is called, it cuts both ways. Right. Mm-hmm. I think all the evidence, all the evidence, does that. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he comes and he confesses his own being a murderer. Everybody thinks he's mad. At the speech at the end says obviously he's 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 got brain fever. He gives the money. Yeah, and and he says I'm not mad. I'm only the murderer. <laughs> yeah. You can't expect eloquence from a mur- from a yeah. murderer. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. so I I think um, what's happening here is very interesting. Dimitri's mad because he's not admitting he's the murderer. Ivan's mad because he's saying he's the murderer when he's not. According to you know the 
Alyosha's mad because he believes Dimitri just at his word. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and he doesn't think that Ivan's the murderer. Right? Yeah. So Alyosha Alyosha, Alyosha's like I mean he's he basically tries to stop him, right? He's like he's he's mad. It's Alyosha that jumps and cries, He's ill, don't believe him. Oh yeah. He has brain fever. That's yeah. Alyosha that says that. Right. I mean this is this is fascinating. And so in some ways, um Ivan is uh Sort of being more truthful. I don't know if you could say that um, than than Alyosha. Like Alyosha, I, I mean, this is I haven't given much thought to this, but for whatever reason, he cannot see Ivan as responsible for this, mm-hmm. um, which is which is fascinating, I guess. I mean, I, but I don't. I haven't thought through why that's the case. Yeah, because I, I, I tend to believe Ivan's own accusation of himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. But if Alyosha yeah. doesn't, maybe I shouldn't. But then I, I we all know Alyosha is a, a very odd hero who right. isn't always super, super, Superman does the right thing, right? Yeah, and yeah, I, I, we, can, we can get way sidetracked into this, but his concern for Ivan's sanity because of his knowing of Ivan struggling with the eternal questions mm-hmm. um, might lead him to want to like interpret him as I, I don't know I, it's it, crazy. Just, it just yeah it seems it seems here whether or not Alyosha thinks here's how he is going to come to believe or be saved or um, and and it would have to come at his at, it would have to come by way of his innocence of of this murder, um, but oddly, I think what the, what this whole confess uh, con, confess this confession of of Ivan is this confession of God because mm-hmm. he says I'm the murderer, and now what what that means in light of what we said last time is if there is no God, there there is no crime, there is no murder. Mm-hmm. So the confession of being a murderer is the confession. <laughs> Of God, it and look how he God's ends it. Look how he ends it. Yeah. He ends his confession by saying, um, "Have you any water? Give me a drink for Christ's sake." Now you could think of that as like he's he's like swearing. Uh, you could also think of it as, I mean, a confession of faith. Yeah, can, I mean, in a sense, like mm-hmm. like he's he's identifying himself with one of Christ's little ones. Yeah, like, it, yeah. If you give them a drink of water, yeah, yeah. then you shall yeah. not lose your reward. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's killer. Yeah. So I I I, I and then that's like one of the last things he he says. I think. Uh, um, what, what page is that on? Seven eighty two. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I I thought this was this is this is Ivan's great triumph of of. Um, of belief. So anyone that like, at least for me, that in, that interprets Ivan as an atheist, um, and that that went mad. I mean, I my 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 take on that is that's not because he he sees all these people, and he says, "Look at all these. I'm in my right mind, and it's the same mind as you, ugly faces," <laughs> uh, which which I don't think is just a. I think it's saying there's there's no. There's no beauty here uh, amidst this this way of seeing, this way of living. Um, so he calls them ugly faces. <laughs> um, but, but here's what's interesting. On 783, the next page, he says, 
He says, come, release the monster. He's been singing a, a hymn. That's because his heart is light. Right when he says that, I, I automatically think of Mysterious Stranger. Yeah, I'm looking right there right now. Yeah. And he says, he says, it's like a drunken man in the street bawling how Bonko went to St. Pe yeah. Petersburg, right? Yeah. Okay, remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I would give a quadrillion quadrillions for two seconds of joy. You don't know me. That's interesting. You don't know me. It, he's changed, right? I, I, I mean, I yeah. think just as Dimitri at, at, at his investigation gives honestly everything, because again, this is this is the mysterious stranger. This is Zosima. This is Markle. Yeah. Now here's Ivan's uh, yeah. Ivan's Markle Zosima mysterious stranger moment right here, so that he can have the two seconds of joy. Because because really, I think his him confessing this yeah. to everyone is the quadrillion quadrillions. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is a humongous move. And that's the 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 long walk that that atheist mm -hmm. makes. He says this doesn't. He th he was expecting to go into nothing. And he says, this doesn't fit with my system. And so he like sits down, cross-legged. Lays down. Lays down and says, I'm not budging. I'm not going to walk your quadrillion miles. Yeah. I think that's, or kilometers, because they're in the metric system. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which I love that little. And then, and then uh, but eventually, he eventually says. Eventually okay, gets okay, up. Okay, and I'll, he goes, I'll walk what? it. What? Why did he get up? <laughs> I mean, but here's what's weird. He walks it, and I think. It was the first two seconds of being there that made the quadrillion yeah. kilometers worth it. Yeah. He said it was all for the first two seconds of being there. It was, it was 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 um, just or that justified the quadrillion. Quadrillion quadrillions. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Speaking of mysterious visitor, I hadn't realized this until right now. I think it's so interesting. If you go back to the story of. Mysterious visitor. Um, thanks, brother Max. But uh, so I'm looking at the life of Father Zosima. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Book three. You know, uh, I'm looking at section D. Maybe like three or four pages in. Um, Recollections of his youth. Yeah, around there, um, when the mysterious visitor. I guess essentially the parallel is stronger here in between the mysterious visitor and Ivan than I had realized mm -hmm. because, and I had been wrestling with this question of is Ivan actually guilty and not wanting to believe that he was guilty until uh -huh. right now. I'm like, uh -huh. yeah, I think he's guilty because <laughs> the parallel is so strong in between the mysterious visitor and the servant that was blamed for the murder that he yeah. committed. And so interestingly, the yeah. servant is blamed, falls ill, and then a week later, dies. he dies. Yeah. The parallel yeah. is so strong in between yeah. that yeah. and what yeah. happens with Smerdyakov yeah. and yeah. Ivan. Yeah. So strong that maybe um, Dostoevsky hmm. is suggesting that although Smerdyakov was the one who actually committed the act, that Ivan is in fact guilty. And yeah. like... That, yeah. Anyway, I guess I just hadn't mm -hmm, mm -hmm. seen that until now. That wow, actually, his or her servant was blamed for the murder, mm -hmm. and then he died a week later. Like how scary similar is that to what we see happen with Smerdyakov and Ivan? Yeah. Uh, yep. And he and as he puts it, uh, that curse Smerdyakov won't send you proofs from the other world. Yeah. An envelope. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, 
So too bad for you so, guys, but this is all you got is me. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking for material evidence. Yeah. You're not gonna find it. Bernards. <laughs> yeah. You Bernards looking for more tails. <laughs> you're not gonna find Smirchikov's tails. No, and, and of course it's right here that Katya finally shows her true colors. Right? Yep. Yeah. She finally throws her shows her true colors, and that, uh, and she finally maybe for the first time, as the narrator puts, realizes that she loves Ivan, but she's willing to throw Dmitri under the bus in a second, even though she was willing to suffer for the rest of her life, basically being known as a slut. And so right? you, and so you think yeah. you think it, it it's because she sees Ivan. Oh yeah, you don't. Um, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just like. Not saying like so. So there was that part where Alyosha started saying he's crazy, right? No, uh-huh. no, he's ill. He's got brain yeah, fever. Yeah, seven eighty-two. And you missed. You didn't read the next sentence. Katerina Ivanovna rose impulsively from her seat and, rigid with horror, gazed at Ivan. Right? Yeah. It's all about yeah. him. It's all about him. Yeah. So when she yeah. pulls out the letter, the 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 the, what did they call it? The the the, uh, uh, the proof. Um, the net. The necessity. Uh, Shoot, what was it? Um, Incontrovertible mathematical proof. proof mathematical or, proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mathema- that's right there. Yeah, seven eighty four. Um, yeah, she pulls out the mathematical proof, which is so Bernardish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and and she she gives it to them and starts confessing everything that she knows about him to get Mitya to go to the mines, um, and it's all for the sake of Ivan because ultimately it's not. It's not like a love of the other that she has. It's mm-hmm. a love for herself, love herself. And, and, and her own desire for Ivan. In fact, the narrator says this really important in 788. He read it near the end of five of uh, the uh, sudden catastrophe. She had loved him with a hysterical, lacerated love only from pride. Who said that originally? Zosima? No. Nah. Oh, Yosha. Yeah. Remember Alyosha? Yeah, he, he came and screamed out, at her. And You're like, just doing this for you pride. You love yourself. And then, yeah. he, and then he he asked forgiveness, and he basically says he was wrong. But here, the narrator says, "No, no, no, he was right. Actually, she had loved him with a hysterical, lacerated love, only from pride, from wounded pride, and that love was not like love, but more like revenge." That's so. That's such a Nietzschean interpretation of this. Oh yeah. That, that love, love becomes this like, like you know, power. Power that you have over others yeah. for, for your own sake. Yeah, I mean that's like what we, we talked about that with with Elusha, being able to forgive, forgive those that he could kill, and the forgiveness becomes a type of killing them without actually yeah. you know taking the sword to them, keeping coals in their head. Yeah, it, but it keeps going here, it, he, and the narrator says, "Oh, perhaps that lacerated love would have grown into real love. Perhaps Kaya longed for nothing more than that." But Mitya's faithlessness had wounded her to the bottom of her heart, and her heart could not forgive him. The moment of revenge had come upon her suddenly, right? And this is where she, she reveals everything. Mitya's done. Grushanka comes running towards him. Well, but, I mean, before that, so she betrayed, it's like two sentences later. She betrayed Mitya, but she betrayed herself, too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, in some sense, betraying yourself is, and, is, is revealing yourself. Right? right. And so then, so then, no sooner had she had given full expression to her feelings, then the tension, of course, was over, and she was overwhelmed with shame. Mm. I mean, I, I can't follow this psychology. I mean, this is, this is too, 
Maybe it's because I haven't like. Well, I think it's, here's what I think it is. Maybe I'm talking too much. But no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like, I, I couldn't follow, like, what I was supposed to be thinking yeah. about. Like, actually, like, I don't think I could until you just read it again. But I, I, I think the idea is, she's put up this front of being the perfect Christian lover, hmm. yeah. who loves yeah. completely for the other, right, and and is willing to, and 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 really shows it most by not saying that he asked for her yeah. and and basically putting herself like destroying her own reputation for him but that ultimately that's not her true self because she betrays herself right she shows everybody what her real self is by saying no he's the monster he did the killing take him um and it's her, it's it, she can't she never has actually forgiven him she's just using her like uh sort of love for him I'm putting it in quotes but nobody can see that <laughs> this love love for him and uh, it's 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 a it's like you were saying a power over him yeah and that she doesn't really forgive him but and, and what is the ultimate like sign of love in all of this Markle Zosima right Alyosha it's all forgiveness right uh-huh. and asking forgiveness uh-huh. and she does not have that and so what happens is she finally her true love of self comes out and she and she she wrecks Mitya and then she immediately recognizes that she's revealed what she really is and probably finally sees for herself what she ultimately really is. Hmm. And that's why she kind of breaks down. In shame. Yeah. 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 Overwhelmed with shame and goes into hysterics, which she does often. Especially her, though. Especially her. And I love the narrator says, I think the ladies who came to see a spectacle... Must have been satisfied. <laughs> right, like this, I wanted to say something about the ladies. That's great. Just, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think the, I mean the whole the whole the, I mean the whole um, I mean it's pretty clear from the very beginning. This whole thing is about um, a show. I mean it's not yeah. really about trying to no, about like resolve resolve you know the the the, the, the well being of these individuals in light of this great evil that was done. And it has nothing how. to do with. I mean it's just all about like. And like Ivan, Ivan says this too, which is why he like calls all their faces yeah. ugly. It's yeah, like, I'm in my right mind, just like you guys are. Yeah, you guys, uh, and 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 he's like, uh, I, lo- I I I just want to read it because I love yeah. it. Go, I love for it. it. Yeah. go for it, go for it, go for it. The thing is that I am precisely in my right mind, my vile mind, the same as you and all these b- mugs. He suddenly turned to the public, a murdered father, and they pretend to be frightened, he growled with fierce contempt. They pull faces at each other. Liars! Everyone wants his father dead. Viper devours Viper. If there were no parricide, they'd all get angry and go home in a foul temper. temper. Circuses, bread and circuses. And me, I'm a good one. Is there some water? Give me a drink, for Christ's sake. I, I, I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, th- that line, in, so in our translation, they all desire the death of their fathers. Mm-hmm. I think I think this is, um, for what comes later on in, in the, the, the book, I think that's an important line to, to um, I mean, you circled it. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Stars. stars. Yeah, that's great. That's a, that's well, a, because it has to do, I mean, this is atheism. I mean, mm-hmm. and that's what the whole the book was originally supposed to be entitled atheism yep, right it yep. was supposed to be like a three part book called atheism and it was going to include demons yeah demons was part of Brothers the, part of the trilogy and then uh, mm-hmm. maybe the young what's the young one the, the adolescent or something young, like. young oh oh yeah the, the 
the adolescent? Yeah. No, that, maybe it's that. that. You know, yeah. But or a raw youth, maybe. Raw, that's what, I don't remember what it was. I haven't read that but, one. But but I think they were all supposed to be called just one big, giant, three-volume book called Atheism. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, but I think this, this, so in many ways, they're all like Ivan. I mean, because Ivan early on desired the death of their, I mean, so like, I have the same mind as you, you have the same mind as me. What you're looking for is what I was looking for. Um, My dad dead. Yeah, right. And so, so I think, I think he's, he's sort of, um, I mean, this is, this is a great, we just watched a Hitchcock movie that basically made this exact. Yeah, no, I've been thinking about that movie the whole time. Um, but Shadow of a Doubt. Shadow of a Doubt, if you want to see this. Put it, we'll put it in the show notes, which don't yeah. exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it exists. Yeah, um, yeah so, so I, think, I think the idea of, a, of, a, of a, this being a spectacle, in many ways, not just, not just this, but legality, and, and I think even more generically, broadly, um, ethics, uh, morality, is, yeah. is, I think, what, what Ivan's saying is, for all of you, it's just a spectacle. Mm-hmm. It's just a way of lording stuff over other people. Or worse, being diverted. Yeah. 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 Um, man. Okay. Um, well, any, any, uh, we got we to gotta, we gotta wrap it up here yeah. pretty soon. Any, any, yeah. any final uh, brief remarks? We should have turned the air conditioning on. <laughs> well, we're not wearing black robes like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're wearing our t-shirts. <laughs> oh. Well, you know, uh, you know, the prosecutor's speech, um, it's very interestingly uh, misunderstands Kar- the Karamazovs' human nature and I think Russia, or, or at least that's what I'm thinking right now, but I haven't gotten to the other speech yet. Mm. Um, but I think but that this, I want, the galloping troika is is very interesting. That he he sees Russia as sort of wrecking everything. I'll be interested to hear what you guys have to say about it because I think that there's, I don't, I don't know if it's like two different kinds of positivism that like both kind of like miss miss the mark. Um, mm-hmm. For like, because like we're, we're next we're gonna read like the defense attorney speech and like the rest mm-hmm. of the book too, but. Uh, I think uh, uh, I, I was interested by the, by the fact that like there's uh, just at the very beginning, so I'm not going to ruin that much for those <laughs> people who like still haven't finished the book. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey! Just uh, which I, I mean I, I haven't either. But, uh, um, um, that like there's uh, the 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 thing that's like uh, condemning for Dmitri in Kirillovich's argument is the totality of all of the facts together. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Fatukiewicz, his big thing is going to be like, well, yeah, but if you look at each one of them individually, like they don't really stand up. But I mean, I, f- I still like in my mind, that's like still, you know, he's a Bernard, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's like it, yeah. it, it, it's it's funny to me that uh, like kind of the thought that I've been having throughout all this is just like, you know, all of the movies that I've seen about like courtroom drama and that sort of thing, like. Mm-hmm. Dimitri would have been condemned in like a courtroom in the United States of America today too, because mm-hmm. there's just like mm-hmm. no one's yeah. gonna the, the the testimony of like a couple of people who are like really biased and like wrapped up in it aren't isn't isn't gonna stand up in court. Yeah, yeah. Here's a just a oh man, I'm gonna have to think about this. That, that was a helpful comment. Um, I think comparing this to Plato's Apology would be quite interesting because Plato knows he's screwed. Um, I mean, Socrates. 
Socrates knows that he's <laughs> uh, um, wow. because uh, I mean he knows that the um, the, 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 the the jury uh, are are basically thinking in completely different terms yeah. in a completely different you see reality like, different set way. of like what counts as rational sure. is very different and so he knows that like he can't really do anything to actually um, defend himself yeah and and then there's this question in light of the the um, like the sophist um, a mode of, of living uh, is Socrates guilty and, and and there's a sense in which yes he actually is guilty in that mode of living and so there's something puzzling about this whole thing that yeah he, these are all innocent characters because Smerdyakov was the one that smashed the skull, but yet they're not innocent characters, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so there's something about being guilty and innocent, mm -hmm. which you also see in, in Plato's drama of, of, of the Apology. Um, Socrates is innocent, but also in some sense guilty. Mm -hmm. uh, huh. Yeah, I don't know. Worth thinking about for all you Platonists out there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but we've 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 gone long enough, so um, final one thoughts. More. One more, that's it. Last one. Okay, we'll just leave you with some chant. <laughs>